The Blue Jackets allowed 14 goals in the last two games. Patrick Laine is playing centre now. And worst of all, the Washington Capitals are next on the slate. We're going to talk about all of that and more on today's Locked on Blue Jackets. Your Locked on Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked On Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am, as always, your host, Jay Foster, here to bring you news stories, the good, the bad and the ugly about your favorite team and mine, the Columbus Blue Jackets. Before we get started, I want to thank everyone for making this your first listen of the day every day. Locked On Blue Jackets is free and available on all podcast platforms. We're over on YouTube. Hit like, hit subscribe, hit the little bell button underneath this video and you will get notified when new episodes go live. And uh, I appreciate it all for hanging out with me today uh, on this extremely windy and rainy day here in Northern California. Um, But we have to talk about the Blue Jackets. I don't want to spend a ton of time talking about these two games because I don't feel like there's a ton that we can get from them, um, especially at this stage in the season, especially the, the way that the Blue Jackets are playing right now. But... There are a couple of things that I want to I want to touch on, namely that uh, goaltending is yikes. Um, I like that's that's all I've really got to say about that, and I think partially it's not the fault of the goalies. Um, I mean, Daniil Tarasov is in his rookie season. He has played sixteen whole NHL games. Um, has a career 904 save percentage and is uh, allowing, on average, uh, let me just pull up my uh, calculator, but he's allowing, uh, well, I say he's allowing, the Blue Jackets are allowing, um, on average, this season, thirty shots or more. Um, which is not great. Uh, so he's got an 896 on the season. Uh, he was in goal for Vegas. Um, allowed five goals before getting pulled, I believe. Um, and then it's been it's been a rough little it's been a rough a rough little stretch for uh, Tarasov. Uh, one against San Jose, but allowed five goals on 32 shots. Lost in Vegas, um, excuse me, lost in LA, four goals on 27 shots, and then five goals on 29 shots against Vegas. And it's been kind of the same for Hutchinson as well. Uh, He has uh, only started two games for the Blue Jackets. Uh, He's got... A two and one, uh, oh, two and one record, an 875 save percentage, um, 136 shots in in there in, in 245 minutes. So that's what four games and a bit. So again, he's facing almost he's facing over 40 shots a game, I'm pretty sure, which is not ideal, but it is what it is, you know. Um, 
took over in Vegas, allowed two goals on 12 shots, uh, allowed five goals on 36 shots in Anaheim, uh, played most of a period against the Kings, and in fairness, didn't allow a goal on nine shots, um, and then played against St. Louis, lost four goals, 23 shots. Um, It's just, it's not... It's not great out here for the Blue Jackets in terms of goaltending. Um, and I like I think that's kind of what we figured. Um, and I saw a lot of people when... Um, so Elvis is away from the team for personal reasons at the minute. And I saw a lot of people being like, well, the goaltending can't get worse with Elvis gone. You know, I saw a lot of people like laughing at the idea that Elvis being gone can help the tank. Um, and it turns out that maybe, just maybe, Elvis Mosleykins was not the problem here. Has he been good this season? No, not especially. But the fact that, like, he has been basically the same as the other goalies, except for uh, Yunus Corposalo, who, as I understand it, has been very good since going to the Kings, uh, which I do love for him. I'm glad that he's uh, he's doing well. He's brought his uh, season save percentage up to a 9.13. Uh, he has in... Four games with the uh, Kings so far. He has had a 9-2-3, a 9-3-3, a 9-2-9, and then uh, an 8-8-2 against uh, Vancouver, where he allowed two goals on 17 shots. But he's been excellent for Vegas. Um, Wow. He has been excellent for Los Angeles. I don't know why I keep getting those two teams mixed up. I think it's the, the Jonathan Quick of it all. But... He has been even better than he was for the Blue Jackets in LA, which I think probably goes to show you that the Blue Jackets goaltending is at least partially uh, a product of the Blue Jackets defense, which, I mean, like, I think we all knew that, but it is interesting to kind of see a goalie like Corpus Allo, who a lot of people were like, yeah, he's just a bad goalie. He's, you know, it's not the defense's fault. It's his fault. And then he's had a really good season, you know, behind terrible defense for the Blue Jackets. And now he's behind a real defense and he's thriving. So um, the Kings have kind of quietly got some of the best goaltending in the in the league, which is very fun um, and could make them a little bit of a dark horse for the playoffs. But so that's what I want to kind of touch on uh, between these two games. I don't know that there's much of anything else apart from this thing that we're going to talk about next. Um, at this point, there's no point dissecting two a 7-4 and a 7-2 loss. Uh, one against one of the best teams in the league, one against one of the worst teams in the league. Uh, the Blue Jackets uh, with the San Jose overtime loss. Yesterday, they are now uh, four points clear of 32nd. Um, shout out to the guy in my podcast, men- in my Twitter mentions yesterday, who told me that it was a flawed statement and that I don't understand how the lottery works, etc., etc. I do understand how the lottery works. I was making a joke. Um, and I do, in fact know that the Blue Jackets are not guaranteed to get Conor Bedard if they finish with the worst uh, record in the league, but the odds are more than if they finish 31st. So that's that's that. Um, in a minute, we're going to talk about uh, something that I did not have on my bingo card for this season, and that is Patrick Laine playing center. So that's uh, coming up in just a minute. But first, I've got to tell you all about FanDuel and... Honestly, maybe I should have put some money on Patrick Laine playing center uh, because it feels like the odds of that were real low. And yet here they are. 
And you can do that over at FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. New customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. Bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. That means that if you don't win with your first bet, then FanDuel will basically give you that money back to bet with again up to $1,000, which is super, super great. Uh, just download the first span. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, it's secure, it's super easy to use. You can buy everything from the money line to point scorers to, uh, I don't know, Patrick Laine winning a face-off. But that one might not, that might not get you a lot of money. But FanDuel lets you combine your bets for a chance of a bigger payout with a same-game parlay. So if you want to bet on, for example, the Blue Jackets winning a game tonight and also Patrick Laine getting a goal, you can combine those bets and get a bigger payout than you would if they were separate bets. Don't miss the chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 at bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. So I want to talk about Patrick Laine at center because uh, he did a pretty good job, which uh, is a surprise. I think is probably the kindest way uh, to say that. I know before the game, uh, when it was kind of announced, I was like, this is either going to be the most genius thing that Pascal Vincent has ever done, or it's going to be an unmitigated disaster. Um, and funnily enough, I think it was kind of... In between those two things. Um, so Brad Larson is away from the team due to a death in the family. At the minute, Pascal Vincent is running the game. Uh, apparently, this is something that Patrick Liner has kind of been talking about for a little while, ever since Sean Corrales went down with that oblique injury. And apparently, they uh, they decided to let him have a go. And the initial results seem pretty promising. Uh, so he played the bulk of five-on-five time with Gaudreau and Marchenko as his wings. They had a 15-8 to eight, uh, shot attempt for uh, ratio, 65%. Uh, and that seems pretty good, personally speaking. Um, he was not great in face-offs, but there was a lot to like about his game. Uh, he also played briefly with Liam Foody and Marchenko for about two and a half minutes, and they had an even better, like, smaller sample size, but 71% uh, Corsi 4 percentage. So, things to like there. Um, I'm not 100% sure how Patrick Lane's like, offensive game is going to translate. Uh, he did have two assists on uh, in the 7-2 loss. So, I mean, he assisted on both goals that happened. So maybe that's that's the thing there. Um, I don't know how it's going to change in terms of scoring. Um, I assume that he's still going to be playing that same hash face-off dot position on the power play for the most part. So, you know, maybe scoring will come there. But um, Patrick Laine playing center, not uh, not too terrible. And honestly, he has been kind of offensively on fire. Um, I saw a tweet a few days ago. I'm sure it was from uh, at Jackets Insider, Jeff Svoboda, that he had, I think, 32 points in his last 29 games. Um, he's got back-to-back multi-point games. Uh, he's got six points in his last four games. Uh, he had two assists versus San Jose. Uh, nothing against LA. Uh, two points against Anaheim. Two points against Vegas. Uh, currently on the season, he's at 50 points in 54 games. Um, just, I wish if only he had been healthy all season. Um, so he's probably going to top out at around 62 games if he plays 
all the rest of them. Um, but he's got a he's on a twenty two goal season. Could he hit? I don't know that he's going to hit thirty goals. He might. He's currently on pace for sixty two points in sixty seven games and twenty seven goals. He's having a great season, and I know a lot of people were kind of oh that what a waste. But he's been he's been good for the Blue Jackets. When he's healthy, he's been really good for the Blue Jackets. Um, and I think he's kind of been struggling with the same things that Line um, that Gaudreau, excuse me, has been struggling with, which is you know inconsistent line mates and he's i believe he's flopped around on the wings a couple of times so like maybe his offense will slow down now that he's playing a different position again but like i said i liked what i saw for the most part people seem to like what they see from patrick line at center um winning faceoffs definitely up there i believe he went three of 17 in terms of faceoff wins which is not great but considering that was like basically his first crack at it i uh i'm intrigued to see what happens tonight? He's playing center again, again between Gaudreau and Marchenko. Um, that's that's a fun line. Um, that feels like a really fun line, honestly. Um, and if they can get the most out of Patrick Line, because, you know, Gaudreau is the playmaker. Marchenko is the shooter. Um, and I think Line probably is also a shooter, but might take a step back in terms of goal scoring and uh, take a step forward in terms of this two-way play that they've been trying to get out of him basically since he arrived here. And I don't necessarily agree with that, but for the most part, I, uh, I'm excited to see what Patrick Line can do in center. I think it'll be interesting to see what he does against, um, against a team like Washington, who are probably closer in terms of actual skill than Vegas. Like we all know Vegas is a really good team. Um, I will say that uh, I believe I didn't check the like period by period uh, stats, but I believe they, but through 40 periods, uh, I believe it was something like 14, nothing for uh, shot attempts for the Gaudreau line and Marchenko line, which seems pretty great to me, honestly. So like I said, excited to see line a play center again tonight, see how that goes. And uh who knows? Maybe the Blue Jackets will win a game. There's just there's just no way to know. Um, but in a minute, we are going to pivot to talking about tonight's game against the Washington Capitals. I believe it's the last game of the season against them. So we'll see how it goes. We're going to talk about that in just a minute. But first, I've got to tell you about Built Bar because uh, Built Bar is it's the best protein bar on the market. Like there's no other way to put it. Built bar is my personal favorite. It's everyone at locked on's personal favorites. Um, they've got a bajillion different flavors. Uh, I'm going through grasshopper cookie and lemon cheesecake puff right now. The puffs are marshmallowy and soft and delicious. They're both covered in hundred percent real chocolate, only 130 calories, only four grams of sugar with a whopping 17 grams of protein. You can go to built.com to get them. You can get them at Walmart. You can get them at Sam's club. But like I said, they are still available online if you don't have either of those stores near you and right now built is doing its uh, yearly march madness uh, where you can go and build, vote on your favorite bar so uh do what i do go and vote for lemon cheesecake or you know if your favorite is a different one then vote for that but you really should be voting for lemon cheesecake because it is good as hell once again go to walmart go to sam's club go to built.com to get the best protein bar out there and uh, you can thank me later Okay, let's uh, let's check in real quickly with the Washington Capitals, who are on a two-game losing streak right now. Uh, they have beaten the Blue Jackets both times this season. Uh, they are 
Oh, th- excuse me. They've beaten them three times this season. Uh, 6-2, 1-0, 4-3. All in favor of Washington. Uh, they are out of the playoff mix at the minute. Probably won't make it unless they uh, go on a real a real heater. But they uh, they are definitely doing better than the Blue Jackets, who are 2-6-2 and two in their last 10 and on a three-game losing streak and also haven't beaten the Capitals this season in terms of capitals to watch Alex Ovechkin always dangerous he's got three goals in his last five games Dylan Strome who is having just a real real good season uh, has seven points in his last five games I believe he just hit 50 points um, this season he's got 52 points in 72 games which I believe is a career high for him uh, yes it is he had 51 game 51 points uh, in 2018-19 his first season with Chicago uh, 51 points in 58 games. Uh, he's got 52 in 70 at the minute, so slightly lower points per game, but still a uh, a career high for him. Uh, and he's doing real well there in Washington. 17 goals, 35 assists. Uh, he's been playing with Alex Ovechkin. He's been playing with TJ Oshie. He's been playing with some real good players. So I would expect him to uh, be dangerous. Um other players, I mean, Evgeny Kuznetsov, always dangerous. Like I said, Alex Ovechkin leading the team. He's got 68 points. He's got 39 goals after... I feel like he had a really slow start um, to the season. He wasn't healthy for a minute there. But he's got, like I said, 39 goals, uh, which is more than anyone else on the team. No one else on the team has more than 18 goals. So he is definitely leading the uh, leading the charge there for the Capitals, and I expect him to score at least one because that's what Alex Ovechkin does on the Blue Jackets. Um, in terms of Blue Jackets that I expect to have big games, like I said, I'm interested to see what Line does at center. Um, Boone Jenner has four goals in his last five games. Johnny Goudreau has eight points in his last five games. Uh, so now that uh, Goudreau and Line have been kind of reunited, adding Marchenko to that line, I think is going to be really, really fun. Uh, Marchenko is at 18 goals on the season, two away from the CBJ rookie record, which was Pierre-Luc Dubois back in 2017, I believe. Um, so we'll see. It'll be interesting to see how he does. Uh, I kind of really want him to break that record. Uh, I think it'll be fun. He's got 21 points and 18 of them are goals. And I just, it makes me laugh every time. Um like I said, Goudreau, 63 points in 67 games. He's creeping closer and closer to being a point-per-game player, um, and I would love for him to do that. I would love for him to finish strong. He went cold for a minute there, but uh, he's had, uh, like I said, he's had a pretty decent little run of things. Um, went pointless against Vegas, had a point in Ana- against Anaheim, and then five points against San Jose, two against St. Louis. So uh, we'll see how it goes. Do I expect to win this game? No. Would I like to win this game? Yes. I think we're behind the Sharks enough that they can win this game. Um, Either win it in regulation. Excuse me. Either win the game or lose in regulation. I don't want any more of these loser points. I don't want any more of these overtime points. I would like a win or I would like a regulation loss. I want two points or nothing. That is where I'm at. And uh, so I'm going to predict. I'm going to predict a 4-3 win for the Blue Jackets. And I'm going to predict that the opening goal is scored by, gosh, I don't know. Uh, the opening goal is going to be scored by, who hasn't scored in a minute? Um, let's go with, 
Honestly, let's go with Cole Selinger. He scored against uh, the Ducks and was super, super relieved about it. Um, and, you know, he, he's he been looking good for a while, but just not getting on the score sheet. So I'm going to go bold, and I'm going to say Cole Selinger opens the scoring for the Blue Jackets. Blue Jackets 4-3 to win against Washington. And that's what we're going to talk about tomorrow. We'll talk about the game. We'll talk about whether I was right or not. We'll dissect more of Patrick Laine's uh, center performance. And uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for making this your first listen of the day every day. Locked on Blue Jackets is free and available on all podcast platforms. We're over on YouTube. Uh, if you haven't hit subscribe already, please feel free to do so. It helps me out. It helps you out. Uh, I've been Jay Foster. You can find me on Twitter at underscore Jacob Foster, J-A-K-O-B-F-O-R-S-T-E-R. You can find the podcast at L-O underscore Blue Jackets. If you have comments, questions, criticisms, you can email me at lockedonbluejackets at gmail.com. And until tomorrow, make sure you stay locked on.